Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way, a podcast created for the aspiring female runner or one in the making who is ready to let go of the pressure to perform, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start embracing her own. My name is Pamela Otero, a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you do just that. So, if you're ready to run your way, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. Training doesn't just apply to moving your body. It also applies to moving your mind. I thought of that concept a few weeks back as I was struggling with some beliefs I was having about my business and myself, and I was so dang frustrated. I was having this conversation in my head about why I keep repeating certain patterns, I keep doing certain things that are not necessarily moving me in the direction, or in that moment, they weren't moving me in the direction that I wanted to go. And what was even more frustrating in that moment was that I was completely aware of it. I knew exactly what I was doing and I knew exactly the decisions I was making. Have you ever been there fully aware of the decisions you're making and knowing you shouldn't be making them, but you still do it anyway? I do this all the time as I drive past Dairy Queen. For those of you who don't know what Dairy Queen is, it's an ice cream place here in the States. And for those of you that don't know, I love Oreo blizzards. And I don't just order the one they give you on the menu. I specifically order a medium Oreo blizzard with extra, extra Oreos stirred really, really well. It's pretty bad when the staff at the Dairy Queen that I go to, they know exactly my order when I walk up to the register. I don't even need to tell them. But anyway, I went a little off track there. But can you relate Do you make decisions sometimes fully aware that they are not supporting what you really want? Well, in that moment, as I was saying earlier, where I was frustrated with myself because I was repeating certain patterns or doing certain things that weren't moving me in the direction I wanted to go with my business at the time, I thought about those words that came to came to mind. Training doesn't just apply to moving your body. It also applies to moving your mind. And when I thought of those words, I thought of you. Yes, you. And I knew, I knew I needed to do a podcast episode all about these words. Training doesn't just apply to moving your body. It applies to moving your mind. And I knew what I was feeling was probably what you also might feel sometimes with your running, your fitness, and your training. It's just that sometimes my feelings, my frustrations, the things that I do don't necessarily always have to do with running and fitness, but I do believe it still applies. Now, you might be listening in and you're frustrated with yourself because you too keep repeating patterns or doing things that are literally keeping you stuck in either the body you don't feel good in 
or keeping you standing in place, keeping you in inaction, looking around at everyone else who is moving and making progress, moving forward with their running and fitness. You might be sleeping in instead of getting up and out the door for your run or workout. You might be drinking more than necessary the night before a run or a workout, which then leaves you with crappy sleep and zero energy to run or workout or compromises the quality of that run or workout. Or maybe these repetitive patterns of thinking that keep you from progress have more to do with your runs feeling hard, with you feeling like you're struggling every single time you go out for a run. And as I thought about this more, this concept of training our minds just like we train our bodies, this one particular memory popped into my head and I could see it very, very clearly. It was a trail race I did, oh, maybe four or five years ago. It was in Pagosa Springs, Colorado, and it was specifically in the San Juan National Forest within their Turkey Trail, um, Turkey Springs trail system out there. And there was a pretty big group of us who went out to to Pagosa Springs, Colorado to run their 10K and half marathon distances in this particular race, the Turkey Trek trail races. And I remember... Uh, The race started in the middle of the forest. Um, It was a bit chilly that morning, but it was really, really refreshing. And you could smell the ponderosa pine trees and the dampness of the dirt right before that race got going. And that is one thing that I love about running in the mountains. The smell of the trees, the smell of the dirt, the smell of some of the um, flowers um, and bushes that are out there in the mountains. I love it. And in the beginning, when this race started, you know, everyone was backed up for a bit because it was on a single track trail. And it took a while for everyone to spread out, create some space on the trail, kind of find some room to really run. Um, And that was completely fine with me because I usually like to walk for a little bit in the beginning anyway. So it didn't bother me that, you know, everybody was kind of um, backed up a little bit. And in the first, you know, six to seven miles or so of that trail race, the trail was pretty easy to run. Um, It was at least a couple feet wide. So there was plenty of room to comfortably run and place my feet you know, as I was running through the trails and running through the mountains. But as the distance continued, I think it was around, you know, maybe mile eight or so, the trail, the actual path we were running on began to narrow. And it narrowed to the point where it was really difficult to run with your feet side by side. The trail had narrowed to about eight inches wide. Uh, It was definitely less than a foot. And it started to have this kind of V-shaped groove in it. And as I was running and having to place one foot in front of the other, more like running through a sobriety check. I've actually never had to do that, but I think most of us are familiar with the test where 
If for some reason a police officer is suspicious of you drinking and driving, they may pull you over and they may have you walk a straight line, putting one foot directly in front of the other heel to toe to actually see if you're intoxicated or not. But as I was running through this section, that's what it felt like. It was super, super narrow, like I said, about maybe eight inches um, wide and um this path, the trail got more and more narrow and it started to really hurt my ankles and my feet and my knees because as I was running, my, um, my feet kind of had to, I was running at a slant. And so it was a really small space in this trail and, and the trail had this deep, deep groove. Like I said, that V-shaped groove. And as I kept running for a bit and it became more and more aggravating on my body, on my feet, my knees, my ankles, and frustrating mentally, honestly, I said, screw it. I jumped off this deeply grooved and tiny trail and I just ran parallel to the trail, even though I had to run through some brush and over rocks and branches. I had to run in an area parallel to that trail that really wasn't a trail. And so for a mile, maybe longer, I did this. I created a new path that didn't feel so hard, that didn't hurt my body and definitely helped me enjoy the race more. And yes, you know, I had to be more mindful of my footing. I had to pick up my feet, sometimes jumping over some branches and some small logs, but I physically wasn't hurting and mentally I wasn't telling myself this sucked. And the reason I share this story with you is because training and running doesn't just apply to moving your body. It also applies to moving your mind. And in that moment, not only did I have to physically move my body to run on a different surface, but I had to move my mind away from this sucks. And I had to move my mind into a place of This is so much more enjoyable. And I think we all, in some way or another, we keep ourselves on this uncomfortable single track trail in our lives. We've fully participated in staying on it, and we are actually personally responsible for grooving many narrow and deep patterns of really crappy thinking thinking that isn't moving us anywhere near where we really want to go. And we're fully aware of it, but we keep doing it and we keep feeling frustrated. We keep staying on that narrow, deep, uncomfortable, single track trail, even though it feels hard, even though mentally it's messing with our mind, but we keep doing it. And because we keep repeating these patterns, we keep thinking these crappy thoughts, we keep grooving these neuro pathways in our brains, we make them deeper and deeper. And it's no wonder we're frustrated with ourselves. And we're frustrated and we struggle to make changes in our lives. And believe me, our brain loves that we do this. Because our brain's job is to keep us safe and to help us be as efficient as possible. And I share this with you not because I don't think you know this. 
I actually think you do. But I think it's helpful to remind you of this, but also to let you know that it's not just a matter of telling yourself to think differently about training your brain to think differently or moving your mind with better thoughts. You know, all of that sounds great. And I know I've heard it many times. I know you've heard it many times. People say you just need to think differently. It's more than that. It's all about really getting ourselves to undo all this negative programming we've created over the years, you've created over the years, that you've grooved deeply, like that single track trail I was running on. And you know, it, it's not a one and done. Some of our crappy thinking has been taking place for most of our lives. And some of our crappy thinking has probably even been inherited, where it's been passed down to us, and we continue to think it and believe it. I know personally, I have. I know that unconsciously in other areas of my life, I'm keeping myself away from what I want and who I want to be because of these negative, deep-rooted ways of thinking and ways in which I've programmed my brain and my mind to believe. And I really think that in order for me And in order for you to move our minds, just as we move our bodies with our running and our training and our workouts, we need to first become aware when it actually happens. Just as I was sharing with you about the Oreo blizzard, I knew exactly what I was doing. I pulled my car over. I went through the drive-through. I, you know, was completely participating in that decision. But I think we underestimate the value of awareness. We're always operating in action, which is totally required and and very important. But just sitting in awareness is truly valuable. Taking note of when we're thinking crappy thoughts, when we're knowingly participating in crappy decisions, like my Oreo Blizzard ice cream runs, you know, that make running, make fitness, make weight loss harder on ourselves, being aware of the decisions we make that actually keep us from doing the things we say we really want, or being the runner we say we want to be, is moving our mind. Just that awareness, the process of being aware of our decisions, is the first step in moving our minds. Because no longer Are we unconscious or disconnected from those decisions or those actions? We're intentionally moving our minds differently. I think that right there is a huge first step, just awareness. Because in that intentional awareness, we are taking that first step of moving our minds differently. And then after you know, we are really, really honest with ourselves and aware, and we're starting to catch ourselves in the act. We, yes, you and me, because I'm right there with you. I really think it's important that we then need to decide to groove a different pattern, to move our mind, 
to train our brains to jump off that deep, tiny trail and into the brush where it's easier. Things like practicing not drinking the night before a run or workout because we already know what's going to happen if we do. Practicing not sleeping in late and missing a run, but instead finding an accountability partner where you agree to wake each other up once you're out of bed and brushing your teeth. Seriously, I've done that many, many times. You know, we need to practice slowing our pace and connecting with our breath when we notice, when we're aware that it's feeling uncomfortable and hard. We need to practice getting outside and walking even when you don't feel like running because a lot of times you end up feeling better and you end up getting in your run anyways. So grooving these new patterns, making the decision to practice, making the decision to groove these new patterns gradually really does move you away from those old ways of thinking and those old ways of behaving. And one thing I do want to emphasize and really make clear, because it's it's really the reality, I think a lot of times when people talk about mindset and they talk about changing the way we think, it sounds so great, but I like to keep it real and I like to give suggestions that are very specific, like I just did with how we can practice doing certain things. But it's truly... Um, important um, that I emphasize that in life, the only way that we're really going to make progress is to obviously be aware of what we're doing, clearly, even if we've done it. And afterwards, you're like, why in the heck did I do that? Okay, but we have an awareness that we did something that we really weren't happy about, or we weren't happy with ourselves about. I think that's important. And then we need to obviously practice doing things differently. But more than anything, we need to give ourselves permission to screw up because we will. Yes, we need to start moving our mind, grooving a new pattern, right? But we also need to give ourselves permission to screw up because we will. That is life. It's going to happen. And if you are somebody listening in right now thinking, that it's going to be smooth sailing and everything's going to be perfect, you know that is not the case. That's not reality. And so after you give yourself permission, because you will screw up, then shake it off and then decide again to move your mind. Keep deciding until you've grooved a new pattern of belief in your mind And you no longer fall back into that old way of thinking and that old way of behaving. And honestly, you're going to have to keep deciding. It's going to have to be something you do over and over and over again until you've truly grooved a new path. You've grooved a deep trail. You've grooved a trail just like that one I was running on in Colorado When it felt easy, you've grooved a trail that's now two feet wide. It's easy to run on. It requires less decision making. And it moves you closer to what you say you want and who you say you want to become. 
And it's not a linear process. Like I said, the reality of life, you know this, I know this. We're going to screw up. We're going to make decisions that don't serve our aspirations and what we want. And then we're going to just have to keep moving forward and deciding over and over again to do something differently the next time. Because it is like a roller coaster. There's going to be highs and lows. But you will get there. I know you will. And I really believe you'll start building evidence. That's why we want to practice all of this. Because all we're doing is really building evidence for our brain and creating experiences of success that tell your brain, this is the safe way. This is the path. This is the new pattern. These are the thoughts, brain, I want you to generate for me. We have to step up. We have to be the boss. We have to build evidence and create experiences of success that actually tell our brain a different story. And I truly believe it's possible. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes screwing up. It takes practice. But you are way more capable than you give yourself credit for. Having what you want like completing a marathon possibly, working out three days a week, moving yourself to the front burner instead of keeping yourself in the back, saying yes to you, losing those 10 pounds or the 20 pounds or the 50 pounds, waking up early to run instead of sleeping through your alarm, allowing running to feel easy instead of Focusing so much on your pace and making it harder than it needs to be. All of those things have very little to do with capability because I know you are way more capable. But it has everything to do with moving your mind. Moving your mind toward new beliefs, new patterns. I can teach you and I can coach you around all the things you need to do when it comes to running and fitness, when to do them, how to do them, what do you do when they don't necessarily work out as planned. But one thing I can't do, I can't move your mind for you. I can believe it's possible for you. I can believe you're capable of it, but only you can move your mind. Only you can groove new patterns that serve your aspirations. Only you can create that belief in yourself. And so as I was thinking about creating this podcast episode for you, and I was in that place of frustration with myself, like I said a few weeks ago, and thinking about training and running I really want you to think not only about moving your body because yes, that is necessary. But more often than not, moving your mind and deciding over and over and over again and grooving these new patterns of belief, that's actually what's going to get you to move your body eventually. 
going to get you up and out the door for your runs or your workouts. And so this week, you know, I would really like you to start out with first just becoming aware. Become aware of what thoughts and what beliefs and what decisions you're making. And when you're in the moment of making decisions that maybe you're not so happy with yourself about, take note of it. Just become aware of it. And then little by little, after you're aware of it, there will be a time that you will be ready to make a decision to do something different. And then you will move into doing things differently, thinking things, you know, thinking different thoughts, thinking higher thoughts. And then as you start to move your mind into the way in which you're thinking and believing, eventually you will start behaving and doing things differently. And you will groove a new path. Just like that single track trail I did in Pagosa Springs, Colorado. I jumped off that one that was super uncomfortable, really tiny, really deep. I created a new path. And you will too. I know you got this. And so we need to start somewhere. And we need to start with thinking not only about training our bodies, but how we're going to train our minds too. Okay, friend, I hope that you found um, this episode today helpful. I hope that it will help move your mind, move your body, move you forward. If you felt that it was valuable, I would love it if you would share it with a friend, a family member, a coworker. Maybe it's something that they also need to hear today. And until we chat again next week, I would love it if you would go grab your running shoes, lace up, and go enjoy the beautiful outdoors. Mm-hmm.